self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i am calamity red and we are conversation con artists back for another episode free remy no no fuck that free remy <laughs> i thought you were talking about your damn dog oh <laughs> no <laughs> Remy Ma you know what I'm gonna start telling people I named him after Remy Ma now like yeah he's no just... no I wouldn't do that cause if she do some bullshit tomorrow you can't take it back <laughs> if she murder Nicki Minaj now oh, it's gonna shit. be like damn I don't want my dog named after <laughs> yeah, no motherfucking I will, I will murderer keep Milana separation on this yeah, shit yeah it's spelled differently his is with an I not a Y okay. so it's not quite uh, the same <laughs> you can say you named him after the liquor or something I, that's worse <laughs> I actually found I was at a pawn shop in the hood and I, I went to the pawn shop and I found a Remy Martin bottle and I got it. It's in my car. Why did they have a Remy Martin bottle in the pawn shop? Because it's the hood. It wasn't at the pawn shop. It was like somebody finished off the bottle and threw it out in the bushes. Oh, I was like, why is the pawn shop selling empty ass Remy Martin? I went into bottles. these pawn shops. It's some pawn shops in the hood. They selling used shoes. Ew. They clearly like Jordans and LeBrons, but they selling them. I'm like, when did y'all start doing this? Why don't you just... Well, I guess because you can get money if you take them to the pawn shop. I was like, why would you just say like Salvation Army? But that's a donation. Oh, yeah. You don't get no money for that. It was shocking. But, I mean, clearly they shoes that cost three or $400, some of them. I saw them shoes. Like, I went and looked some up online. I was like, number one, why people in this part of the community... <laughs> Spending this kind of money on these fucking Jordans well, and LeBrons. Obviously, they had to come back and be like, "I shouldn't have bought these shits. Let me pawn exactly. them." <laughs> and the pawn shop was like, "We we'll get you thirty five. No, they ain't getting none for them damn shoes. You better off put them on Craigslist. Yeah, or let it go. Sell them to your friends. They kids during tax time. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> it's tax season, it's tax everybody. Season, everybody. Anyway, I wanted to give a shout out to some podcasts that I listen to. Uh, first, though, I want to give a shout out to Black Mary Fly Podcast for joining us last week. What up, Troublemaker and Candace? If y'all didn't check out that episode, it was a really, really good episode, informative episode. We talked like we had some sense yeah. for once. If you know you want your relationship to last forever, you can check out that episode. No, about forever. Couple of forevers. Yeah, couple. All right, uh, that didn't work out too well for forever, her. ever, forever, ever. Her forever was not uh, <laughs> forever. After mm. she went to that damn inauguration. She shouldn't have did that shit. She shouldn't have done that shit. Uh, Talk It Out podcast. Crystal Clear podcast. Just Say Words pod. Uh, and Government Name podcast. And it, it, we laid as fuck on this. But they're doing the Black History of Movies where they both pick movies every week for the month of February. And their choices are very entertaining, I'll say. Cause Cole picked fucking uh, Hustle and Flow for the <laughs> the Valentine's Day episode, and I was like, that is not a romantic movie. There is nothing romantic about. It. Like he wasn't in love with none of them bitches. Not even his bottom hole. He was just trying to like whoop that trick. <laughs> She's trying to make. I music. don't know what uh, if you if you pulled that shit out during Valentine's Day. I just don't feel like no. the night went well for you. <laughs> Probably not. Not the way you were wanting it to go. But every week in the month of February, I think this is the second year they're, they're doing this, they pick black movies that they think people need to see. And I'm giving cold shit about Hustle and Flow, but they actually have some pretty good. I think um, 
Shogun picked Shaft last week. I like Shaft. I ain't really like How to Be a Player, though. I liked How to Be a Player. Mm-mm. It was interesting. I He never got caught up. I wanted him to. I mean, I grew up. As a Bill young Bellamy. boy with a mother that was in relationship with shit men. So movies with men that don't take women seriously uh, ain't real. They don't resonate with me. Yeah, Bill Bellamy was shit in that movie. It was yeah, horrible. It, so any movie with men that ain't worth a damn, <laughs> we got a problem, you know, from my my side. Yeah. But that's just my shit trickling into my current life. <laughs> But but yeah, Black History movies. Check out government name. Uh, we late as fuck. So this coming up week is probably it is going to be the last uh, episode. But but you can go back and catch the older episodes for the month of February. Yep. So what I'm gonna need y'all to do is go check out the website www.conversationconartist.com to check out our current episode of the podcast, uh, as well as articles linked to that episode. Our old episodes, as well as an opportunity to leave us some feedback with the mail icon on the left. You can find me at Twitter at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And I can be found at Red underscore Calamity. Um, I've been tweeting quite a bit. Actually, I went on a Twitter rant last week because I deleted all my um, online dating apps. My profiles are gone. The apps are gone because it just wasn't even funny anymore. It was just fucking sad. It's <laughs> like, fuck this shit. And I deleted them all, but not before I like posted some pictures from some of the people who had sent me messages so that everybody can understand why the fuck I deleted my apps. But I, I'm tweeting more. So I'm you know. Instagramming. You can actually find me on Instagram at the same shit. So <laughs> do that. I Instagram. I Instagram a lot. Probably more than I Twitter, I'm sure. Anyhow. We are also still doing the list and letter portion of the show. So if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it into the website or you can send it into our Gmail account, which is conversationcardartist at gmail.com. We have a letter this week from Mr. T. Andrew. And he says, what's good, car artist, long time listener, first time writer. I've been listening pretty much since day one. I fell off for a bit and then started back around the episode where Red was sick, sounding like OJ the Juice podcaster. Listen, <laughs> listen, T. <laughs> I was struggling, but I still came and did my job. With a lotto. <laughs> so what? With a lie. <laughs> Whatever. Anywho. I'm an avid listener of a bunch of different podcasts, many of which are black hosted and are black center. I've been considering tossing my hat into the podcasting ring myself. So I just have a couple of questions about you guys experience thus far. Looking back on your time podcasting so far, what are some of the surprises you encountered, positive or negative? Was it a difficult process finding your niche or did you guys pretty much know going in what you wanted the podcast to be my apologies if these have been if these are questions that have already been discussed and again that was sent in by t andrew you want to start um you go ahead i mean surprise as far as surprises are concerned i was surprised that we had like listeners from outside of the country that (laughs) really fucked me up i was like really we got UK listeners like that was surprising as far as starting the podcast I don't know like I think we just do what we do anyway we just record mm-hmm. it the, the conversations we would have had <laughs> anyway. we've been doing this shit on red couch anyway pretty much <laughs> and we just recorded yeah so except 
when we at your spot it's longer than this yes and the dogs are in the background yeah <laughs> but yeah i mean i don't know that there's been any negative surprises um and as far as finding our niche like i said we just do what we normally do like we would have these conversations anyway we just record them so no it wasn't hard i mean i think it's probably going to be easier i would say if you did that same thing where you just kind of something that you you enjoy talking about or that you will become because you have to understand like you're gonna this is gonna be something you're gonna be doing consistently so it's gonna have to be something you're gonna want to do and because we just again we're already having these conversations anyway i feel like that makes it a little easier to do it's not like having to you know the world gives us plenty of (laughs) plenty of stuff to talk about so this is stuff we would have been doing anyway so i guess my suggestion would be to make sure it's something that you care about um because if you're going to be in this for the long haul it's something you're going to be doing a lot of so it needs to be something you enjoy talking about so for me the the surprise initially was I ain't fucking know nothing about podcasts. <laughs> Red was like, you want to do a podcast? So I was like, sure, whatever the hell that is. Got home, went to Google. What the fuck is a podcast? <laughs> I ain't got an iPhone. You know, like, iPhone come with an automatic pod. Like, yeah, you just does. press the button and be like, oh, what is this? Oh, shit, people be talking and shit. Yeah. But I was like, uh, okay. And then I realized there's like a whole community mm-hmm. of podcasters. And then within that community is a community of black podcasters and then within the community is a community of you know feminine like it's every different group has different communities of podcasts and there's so many different ways to do it and so many different levels of input that you can get from this situation you know i i just wasn't aware that it went on like that yeah um but see i'm an avid researcher <laughs> of things yeah let me tell y'all what he did like all of this setup, the equipment and shit, that was all him. He went and researched everything. Like the best mics to use, the best recording devices to use. Like he went and researched because that's what he does <laughs> is research stuff. So that part was all him. Um, so yeah, he's a researcher for sure. So just for the sake of the equipment type stuff. You got to decide whether you want to use a computer to record or if you want to use a digital recorder to record. Now, as I've done research, a lot of people who will use computers, it's really easy to lose your data on a computer. Yeah. Between the transfer, between all that stuff, it's really easy to lose your data on a computer. And that's not something I wanted to experience. So I went with a digital recorder. But, you know, I didn't want to go with a digital recorder that you just sit on the table and record. I wanted one that you can actually plug microphones into like legit mics. So I have a Zoom H6 and we have two condenser mics as to where she has one, I have one. Mm -hmm. And that's like where a lot of the clarity comes from. Now that clarity is limited because we are in an open room and that echo is still there that you can fix in post-production if you care about it. But you know, sometimes that sound is desired. And so just researching the best equipment that you're going to use for your situation and this mostly because it's two of us i would probably use my computer if it was just me yeah you know but the fact that it's two of us and i want to have a i want to have a face-to-face conversation 
Like that's what valuable to me. Like we could be sitting next to each other on a computer talking into a mic, but that'll take away conversation. Mm-hmm. Feeling like it's a conversation. Um, the next thing was how do we want to talk about what we talking about? Because I was a part of another podcast that just felt like work. <laughs> they, you know, we were trying to create some kind of image instead of just being ourselves and talking. And I didn't, I just didn't like that dynamic. And the, the, the dynamic that we had was kind of offset. But with this podcast, it's not work. It's just talking, having fun, enjoying. I feel like this is an outlet for me. You we know? literally just get on here and just fucking talk. Yeah. Like this is I, honestly how we are in real life. <laughs> like we just get on and have a conversation, which is why the name is Conversation Card Artist. That's what we do. We don't plan. Nope. We talk about this shit sometimes a day before the podcast. Yeah. Most times <laughs> thirty minutes before we start recording. Yeah. You know, and then we get in. You know, in the because. We both kind of stay up to date on whatever's going on. So we pretty much both know our takes on what's going on. She might have seen a different post about this same thing than I saw, mm-hmm. but we bring our own perspectives to it, you know. Yeah. Plus, we kind of want everything to be fresh to each other because it's going to change our dialogue if we talk <laughs> about this all week or if we listen to other podcasts that's talking oh, about yeah, this. Oh, yeah, I don't listen yeah. at all before. It's going to change record. how we communicate about this stuff. Mm-hmm. So we try to keep it fresh. And like, I think the dynamic is that our niche is just we talk about what what's valuable to us, you know, yeah. or we avoid what we don't want to talk about because <laughs> we can, you know, yeah. it's our choice. And I talk about social justice shit, you know, that ain't always on red agenda because some weeks she don't be giving a fuck about none of that <laughs> stuff. So she go at the lighthearted, you know, shit. Yep. And I think it provides a, a good counterbalance. I'm more of a pop culture person, so. Mm. All of the foolishness that happens, I'm usually more up on that <laughs> than the social justice stuff. I mean, I look at the social justice stuff, I don't think as in-depth as on point, but I'm more of a pop culture, you know, reality TV <laughs> type person. Like, what the fuck is going on in the world of celebrities, I guess, more because it's just laughable to me that they're so ridiculous and are put up on such a pedestal. <laughs> And they're fucking ridiculous. So. And I don't watch any of that shit. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, one thing I would say is, you know, if you're an avid podcast listener, then you see a lot of different styles of how the podcasts operate and how they go. You know, uh, Crystal Clear podcast that I, you know, started listening to in the last month or two is seems to be more self-reflection, you know, about her life. The same thing for Just Say Words Pod. It seems that, you know, he's, you know, reflecting on his experiences and things of that nature. And that's the dynamic that comes with a, a one-person podcast. It's not really a dynamic back-and-forth mm-hmm. conversation or dialogue, you know. And then I have uh, listened to some podcasts where you got two or more people, like Talk It Out podcast, uh, KT, Gabby, and Joy. They have, like, a... They got a strong dynamic of their own individual opinions and they debate them. Yeah. You know, healthily. They podcast is like a, a millennial type podcast. Uh, 
at least what we hear is healthily. You know, it, look, it sounds like some between the scenes stuff might be a little rough. But at the end of the day, they got a strong dynamic that, you know, and that's what comes when you have more than two people. Yeah. Because when you start introducing too many different opinions that differ into the dynamic, it gets a little bit more difficult to control what might come out and it can derail conversation. I mean, I've listened to some podcasts where you got one person that's a moderator that is made to keep the show rolling how it's supposed to roll. Yeah. You know, but it just depends on what you're trying to do. It's some podcast that people produce, like um, Love Life of an Asian Guy. I don't know if y'all have uh, followed him on Twitter or if y'all follow him on Facebook, but he's uh, uh, an Asian American activist as it pertains to brown people. And I mean, he, he got some good shit. When he hit, he hit. When he miss, he miss. <laughs> but he got some good shit. But he got a podcast coming out called Woke Foo. That and it's is fucking hilarious. Just the ads he got for it are, are amazing. But I I get the feeling that he's recorded a lot of those episodes already. And then he going to release them one by one instead mm-hmm. of having it a week by week mm-hmm. thing. And so I'm just speaking on the different dynamics that comes into when you're thinking about doing a podcast, when you start doing a podcast and how you want to you know, move forward and how you want to operate your podcast. So another surprise that I had was we recorded a whole ass episode <laughs> and I I don't remember what happened. I don't think I had pressed the record button on it for like most of the podcast. Yeah. I think I had, we, rec- <laughs> we did a whole, so we recorded it right back, right after that. Yeah. But the plan after that was from now on, I'm going to transfer the file from the digital recorder to my computer so we don't deal with it. That couldn't have been the issue. No, it was. What was the issue? I think the file was corrupt. Wasn't that uh, SD card? Didn't something happen with that card? Yeah. Something happened with the SD card. Yeah, and it wouldn't read. Yeah. And it wouldn't read in my computer, wouldn't read in yours. Yeah. And we had to re-record it, like Monday. (laughs) Yeah. So trying to come up with an alternative plan for that. But just set up your system. However you want your system to be, make it solid. Go with how you want it to sound. Um, Give yourself time before the release date in case some shit go wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, we usually record Saturday or Sunday. The episode's released on Tuesday. That way, if some shit happens, we we have a cushion there to, like, work out whatever the fuck it is so that the episode can still come out on Tuesday. Yeah. So, like, whatever day you decide to release your episode, make sure that you a lot for shit to go wrong because sometimes it does (laughs) it does but it's been an enjoyable experience it is i mean it's different to know that people are listening yeah and we had i mean i was surprised people want to come on the show the guest spots that we've had like i don't know when i when we started this i just felt like it was just going to be something fun to do like not with the expectation that people were gonna like it which sounds stupid but i was just like this will just be something cool to do like i think the reception of it has been surprising because you know i don't know people think we're funny and that's just amazing to me shit i think i'm funny (laughs) shit i think i'm unintentionally funny i think the shit the shit that i say is how i feel but like it's so ridiculous sometimes that it's funny i think i'm unintentionally funny and I'm an asshole in the real life, so that comes across. <laughs> yeah, I think that you need to you need a podcast for you mostly. Mm-hmm. I think that you need to make sure that it's something that you enjoy 
And because I've been on the side of trying to make it a business or make it work with some kind of goal in mind. And I don't know how to meet no goals with this shit. I'm just talking. Pretty much. You know? (laughs) Pretty much. But that's not to downplay the people who put a ton of effort into podcasting, into editing, into researching. You know, this just happens to be our dynamic and how we do it, you know? So hopefully that helps. If you have any more like specific questions, feel free to send them in and we can like answer them. Or give us a shout. Send specific questions. You want to have a, a dialogue, a phone conversation or anything. Yeah. Let me know. I'll give you some of my research input. All I do is talk, so I don't know how much I can <laughs> come and talk. Essentially. Um, but yeah, and you know, I hopefully won't sound like OJ the Juice podcaster ever again because that was fucking terrible. You probably will. And I was talking about um, what's her face. It was so ironic that today I was supposed to talk about her. The petty guys have came down and fucked your ass up. Talking about Michelle. Still hate her voice. Because guess what? I got my voice back. She still sound like that. Ain't no telling what they're going to do to me. (laughs) All of this bad (laughs) advice you're giving I don't give bad advice. The petty things. That's not advice. That's marketing. You the okay the petty <laughs> stuff you market the petty guys to go get you for that. Look, I think they think this is a good idea. <laughs> I think they think that if you trying to be petty, you need to be petty as most efficiently as you can. So you need to holler at your boy, Mister On Point, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Get at me if you're trying to be petty. Oh my god, we can do it together. <laughs> Thank you, T. Andrew, for sending in that question. <laughs> if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it in to the website or you can send it to our Conversation Con Artist Gmail account, which is Conversation Con Artist with an S at gmail.com. You want to talk about Remy first? Get that out of the way, or you want to save Remy? Let's go for it. I don't know how you could have missed this, uh, especially by the time this episode come out. It'll be Tuesday, and it'll be really old. Uh, Remy Ma and Nicki Minaj apparently have a beef going on. Nicki Minaj had some cons- some some subliminal shit she said in a verse on Gucci Mane's "Make Love" song, and Remy being Remy she don't do subliminal shit so what she did was <laughs> she did a freestyle rap over the ether uh Nas's ether beat called Sheether where she fucking just wrecked Nicki Minaj she did the equivalent the audio equivalent of pouring gasoline on a person and throwing a match on top of them and walking away from them like Denzel did in Man on Fire. Except he stuck a grenade in that dude ass. That's the difference. That's the, we can do the same thing. She did an audio version yeah. of the same shit. Pretty much. Uh, Sheether is amazing. I don't know if we have like super, super young people that listen to us, but if you didn't know, Nas and Jay-Z had a, a epic rap, rap beep themselves and Nas's response to Jay-Z was Ether which has gone down in history as one of the the better uh rap responses better. Uh, battle rap responses better is not the right word 
best most lethal most lethal <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i feel like if i feel like if the government want to kill somebody and they put somebody in an electrical chair they can just play ether play ether on their ass and they'll just they be fucked up like no, clearly Nas and Jay Z were at points in their career where this one gonna fuck up their career, nothing yeah, like that. Pretty much. But if if Nas would have put that on any lesser being, yeah, it would have fucked him. It would have been a situation. And so, and I feel like Remy did. A, he she did justice to that beat. I feel like somebody else might have fucked it up and not not done justice to it because again, if you gonna take the beat from Ether. You gonna have to come with it. You you gonna have to put out some hot shit for you to use that beat and not get read for it. And that's exactly what the fuck she did. When I tell you she came at Nikki at every fucking possible angle angle from her fake ass to her brother being a, a accused pedophile to having ghostwriters. I mean to fucking all the cash money, my young money. Sorry fucking young money to not owning her masters and signing a 360 i mean <laughs> she just fucking wrecked her like i i listen and it how let me just say this shit this shit is six minutes and 57 minutes 57 seconds long ain't no chorus bitch like this is six minutes and 57 seconds of straight wrecking her like it ain't no chorus it ain't no break it's just a straight diss track and it is amazing and i think this is what people were wanting from back to back when meek and drake had that whole rap beef going on i think people wanted back to back to be sheether sheether is a fucking diss track that's what that is <laughs> like this is what diss tracks look like in the nas jay-z eras so i don't even know where to begin it was amazing it was fucking amazing I feel like Remy Ma sat in jail for six years writing diss tracks to everybody. I feel like she got a whole fucking just notebook waiting. full of disses <laughs> for every goddamn body that exists. And she just went to Nikki Page after this bullshit popped off and just said, all right, <laughs> pulling this one out. <laughs> like, I feel like that's what she did. Like, I don't, none of y'all need to come for Remy. Hell no. None you, of y'all need to come for her. She got a notebook with y'all asses in and it. And let me just say this. Oh, some gangster shit. Let's just talk about that. Remy Ma went to prison for stabbing her best friend. Like, this ain't no, she ain't no fake gangster type chick. Like, she will fuck you up. Like, Remy Ma is crazy. <laughs> I wouldn't fuck with her anyway. And then lyrically, she just fucked her up. It's ridiculous. And what's hilarious is the only response. Nicki Minaj had two responses to this. She did not do a diss track as of the time that we are recording this. And this is on Sunday. I ain't seen no diss track from Nicki yet as of Sunday. Like I said, by the time y'all hear this, it'd be Tuesday. Shit might be different. But as of Sunday, she had responded. Um, as far as a diss track is concerned. But one, she started posting shit on her Instagram about Beyonce. Okay. Like... <laughs> Oh, I do shit with Beyonce. That was basically her comeback. And then two, one of the lines in the disc was that she fucked Trey songs. The only trigger that you didn't touch or fuck is Trey songs. So Nikki, instead of coming at Remy, got on Twitter and came at Trey songs. Like, really? 
what he got to do with this he he just in the song like you like he ain't had shit to do with this but he was a safer target so she go ahead talking about you need to tell people that this ain't true and he made a whole video he made a video on instagram talking about how he did not fuck nikki and she's still like coming at him because that well, i guess again was a safer target for her and his response was hilarious because he was just like you just mad or you and you need to be mad at remy <laughs> he right he what you mad at me for i didn't write the shit like <laughs> and the memes when i tell you y'all are quick Black Twitter's quick as fuck. The meme, somebody did a first 48 episode. Did you see that shit? Mm-mm. A full ass, like, ri- like he went to a house, had the dead body on the ground, blurred out. Like, it was hilarious. It's like a, probably about a minute long. <laughs> it's well done for the, and it was so fast. The shit just happened yesterday and it was done like yesterday. Um, <laughs> Somebody said they didn't know that um, L's were sexually transmitted. That Nikki got her L's mm-hmm. from Meek. Yep. Uh, oh, she even said something about Nikki taking a picture with Drake now after she broke up with Meek. Like she every possible thing that you could think of. And you know what? Her this reminded me. Have you seen Eight Mile? Mm-hmm. You know that very last rap. He like said all of the bad shit about himself. And then drug Papa Doc. And then it was time for Papa Doc to say some shit. What you gonna say? You can't say what he already said. He just said all of this. I grew up in the trailer. Yeah. Like, what you gonna say? I feel like <laughs> Ribby addressed that she was in jail. She addressed they took all her weave and shit when she was in there. Like, what you gonna say <laughs> about her? You know what it's fun to do? This is a sidebar. <laughs> oh, when you said eight mile, <laughs> when you said eight mile, I just put together the dude who played Papa Doc whole movie career, <laughs> and I feel like that that was the Falcon before he became the Falcon, yep. like before he got into Marvel, <laughs> he got roasted by Eminem and decided to change his whole Fuck life. This shit, I'm gonna be the yeah. Falcon now. You know, I'm I'm going to change my life. <laughs> I'm going to law enforcement or something. I don't know. I don't know why Fuck that shit popped rap up. Shit, though. <laughs> I don't know why that shit popped up. That he was. That was Anthony Mackie. Falcon got his ass roasted. Yeah, he did. By Bunny Rabbit. By Bunny Rabbit. <laughs> by B Rabbit, yes. They just had another concert too. Like she went hard on her in that concert. Yeah. At the beginning that. of that concert. Yeah. And I and that. Big I keep on saying Big Pun. Uh, Fat, Fat Joe. Fat Joe, not Big Pun. I know. I, be, I always want to call him Big Pun. But Fat Joe. Didn't they have a beef? Who? Uh, Fat Joe and Big Pun before Big Pun died. Didn't they have a I beef? I don't know. I feel like they did. If Maybe they did, nobody will ever say it now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> after you die, it's nothing was going bad. Uh, it was somebody else there. It was Remy. Who else on the terrorist squad? Is it terrible? Oh, Papoose. Yeah. Oh, of course. He gonna be yeah, there. Yeah, he gonna be there. Papoose. And they oh, was, that was another meme where it was like, uh, Papoose probably somewhere like, that's my baby. <laughs> of course. <laughs> he been holding her down the whole he time. Look, it's some of y'all can't get a motherfucker to wait on you to get off work for eight hours. This nigga waited for her for six years. <laughs> the fuck? That's love. That's Outside that of his preposterous name. Papoose. He seems to be, you know, <laughs> at least loyal. 
to his obligations. She seemed like a lot to do. Like she even addressed the fact that she on love and hip hop. She said, "You just got uh, murdered by love and hip hop, bitch." Like it really reminded me of that last battle at Eight Mile, where it's like, "What you gonna say? You gonna say something about her being on love and hip hop?" She already said that. <laughs> like, to be honest. She just need to address what might be lies or might be true. She like just, gonorrhea, she got she can't hear her hearing gone because she of just need to play politics on this one. <laughs> listen, she need to have a press conference and say, "Listen, <laughs> like my Spicer. ass did not explode for three months." Okay, oh my God, that didn't happen. Uh, I, I can believe never that had happened. an STD. I so, can believe her ass exploded. But the thing, if if these things are true, it ain't really shit you can do. What can you do if this stuff true? Be, oh, be uh, mad at Trey Song and be mad at Meek for telling Meek out here what telling you, Meek don't owe her nothing. <laughs> she should have took that picture with Drake at the time. Well, she said during All Star Week. What was All Star Weekend? Just recently. Oh, okay, so they weren't together no more. He like yeah. fuck that bitch. Let's yeah. tell you about that bitch. <laughs> she was walking down the damn steps and saw Meek. Like, oh, let me go holler at Meek real quick. Hey, Meek. Uh, give me some dirt on Nikki. He was like, "Let me get my notebook real quick. Just pull the notebook out." Oh my god, the memes are saying like the uh, I don't know if you see like the uh, I don't the I don't even know what the version of the Ninja Turtles where they were in them suits the the nineties version of the movies where it well they have a meme going around with Leonardo with like no it's Michelangelo with a hat on. And like a trench coat, like this, what Meek looked like when he met Remy and gave his dirt on Nikki. Mm, mm, mm. Like the memes. Oh, Raphael. Ra- was it Raphael? Mm-hmm. The live action movie. Yeah. Yeah, it was one scene where Raphael got mad in the Ninja Turtles and he left, mm-hmm. but you can't walk around New York clearly looking like a big ass turtle. So he had <laughs> on a trench, trench coat, coat and, and a hat. hat. That's when he met Casey Jones in the wood. Whooped I, his ass. You remember so much about that movie. My brother was really into turtles. I wasn't. And the 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 what they body suits? What did they have? What? Because it ain't. It wasn't animated. It wasn't. What 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 the fuck was you it? You mean what the actors what, wore? What were the turtles? What were they suits? What do you mean? What were the turtles? Like what were what were they made? The premise of? of Ninja Turtles? No, the people that played the turtles on that movie were they in body suits? Uh, they had to be. Probably had makeup on. They look. I mean, they skin look like I don't know. They can, the you fuck? can make makeup look like all kind of crazy looking shit. I guess. I thought it was like a body suit. We all got wet anyhow. <laughs> Remy Ma destroyed uh, Nikki essentially, and like for everybody, let me just say this for all of y'all who talking about when Nikki got more record sales and da 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 da. That is not how uh, battle rap <laughs> work. She lyrically destroyed her. Like, that's... She won. It, it ain't got nothing to do with how much money either one of them made. And honestly, she addressed that, too, because she was saying that, yeah, Nikki may make all this money, but it got to go through five people before she get to it. So the amount that she get after it go through all of these people because of the kind of deal she's signed is not as much as is what is reported. Because they report, like, just how much from her album sales she made. That's not how much she gets, though. So nobody knows how much money she actually makes, or we don't know. You know how much her album make, but that ain't how much she is. She don't get that a whole amount. It's still more than Remy ass gonna be getting in the next coming years. True. I mean, 
Remy don't have universal appeal. She don't. I mean, she is New York. She's very. She sound New York. Yes. She talk New York. She stabbed a bitch <laughs> and took six years. She married to a nigga named Papoose. She did a bit. She walk around with a Latino cat named Fat Joe. Like, she is the fucking epitome of what New York motherfuckers is, it seems to me. I don't know. I'm from the South. I don't know. But if I had, if you painted a picture, if you said, paint a picture of New York. Remy Ma. Remy Ma and all the shit that's surrounding her. That's that's what New York look and sound like. Yeah. So she don't have that universal appeal. I Nikki think- from New York, too. She just from, Remy from the Bronx. Nikki's from. But Nikki, I mean, Nikki ain't even trying to be New York. No, she not. I forgot where she from. She from New York too. I just can't remember. She tried. She got that universal appeal. I don't remember where she's from. She sought to have that universal appeal. She's yeah. tried not to be New York, and so that I think that's off putting to a lot of people. But this is going to expose Remy because regardless of how New York she is, her bars <laughs> have been you know sharpened. Her uh, the album went up. On the charts after this, because like people who didn't necessarily, because again, Remy been gone for like six years because she was locked up. So like a lot of the younger kids don't know who she is. So after that shit came out, motherfuckers was like, "Oh shit, let me go see some more of this bitch shit." And so she saw, she's seen an increase in like that album. What is that? What all the way up? Mm-hmm. That is gone up. And that's the thing, like. Remy ain't gonna universal appeal shit. No, and she ain't, I don't think she want to. Like, I yeah. don't, I think a lot of rappers, I don't, I feel like that's how rap started off being. It ain't for universal appeal. It was a, it's a genre for us. It's not, it ain't, you don't have to understand it. It wasn't made for you to understand type shit. I don't think she want to have universal appeal. Like, I think she liked being a good ass rapper. Like, I think she liked that. And I think, you know, when it get to certain people, like I'm sure Remy Ma is this way, when it comes to respect in New York and yeah. then when it comes to being real, you got to be real and barely, barely making it then fake and having everything. Yeah. Like, I think that's the kind of mentality she have because I think, though, the rappers who, you know, are like that or part of Terror Squad type like that, they going to have a comfortable life the rest mm-hmm. of their careers. You know, they might not have massive millions and breaking records here and there all the time, yeah. but they'll be able to live a comfortable life. And I think that that still allows you to fit that respect and that, you know, that New York mentality in yeah. there without feeling like you sold out yeah. for stuff. Like, I'm I pretty sure the, a lot of people feel like Nicki might have done. The fact that she was able to be gone for six years and come back and still people like love her, especially in New York. Like when All The Way Up came up, people lost their mind because... You know the kind of respect that she's garnered. I feel like if Nicki Minaj went away for six years, I don't know that it would be the same. Like when she come back, I don't know that people would be like, "Oh shit, it's you know what I'm saying." Like I think if she was gone for long enough, yeah. But that's also what limits Remy's fans because she caters to that particular group. She does. You always gonna have a fan base if you cater to the specific group that you deal with. Yeah. But that don't. That don't appeal to people in the South. That don't appeal to people in the West. But I think that's all she care about. And that's good. Yeah. You know. But she. Her appeal is getting higher. And more people going to listen and stuff. So. She better be getting ready to put out an album. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure she is after that shit. You know Papooses. Papoose read that shit and was like. We need to get an album together. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get an album together first. Because this shit's going to put you on game. But she did some research for this shit. I, she I, did, I but that's like, I. 
that's what you're supposed to do, isn't it? <laughs> like, you're supposed to embarrass the other person. That's the point. It's supposed to be whatever you can. So, when I say she did research, I mean, Drake did research about Meek, but he only did an hour worth of research to get, you know, the songs yeah. he got. He just talked to Nikki. And he had a fucking, um, he had a chorus in his song. Like that whole six minutes It's just her going in That's it It ain't no course So the level of research That she did <laughs> Is PhD dissertation type shit As far as Ain't no Are there seven minute diss tracks For anybody I don't know that I that ain't gonna look I didn't either but, but if it is another one That's that high This is fucking Right next to it It's amazing And again tonight Cause Drake Like I said On back to back There is a um Course Going back to back. There is a chorus. She ain't, had, ain't no chorus to fucking Sheetha. It just is. You just have to remember lines from the fucking rap because it ain't no chorus. And everybody got their favorite lines. I just don't feel like there's any recourse. No. I feel like anything that Nikki gonna do <laughs> is gonna be subpar. She is not a battle rapper. What's hilarious is she did this subliminal shit. And Remy ain't that kind of person. So Remy was like, dog bitch, I'm talking about you. Nikki, this is to you. It ain't no subliminal shit. Like, what if she wasn't even talking about Remy? <laughs> what if it was just a misunderstanding? It's, but, hey, it's too late now. <laughs> exactly. Like now, she can't even come out and say that one about you. She can't even do that now because now she weak. Because somebody called her out directly. That's what I feel like. If you gonna call somebody out, do that. Be direct. I'm talking about you. Ain't no misunderstanding. Cause here's the thing by you doing this, it's even sadder if you weren't talking about her. Cause you just got <laughs> drugged for no reason now. <laughs> but I think it was the stuff that she said in that um that verse on Gucci Man's song, it sounded like she was talking. I mean, it, I don't know who else she could who else rapping? Female rapping right now. Like she was talking about her. I, I don't know who else it could have been besides Remy. Don't know. I mean, Some of the references. There's a couple of other rappers that have put out diss songs about Nicki Minaj that are relatively unknown. I don't know if any of them calling themselves Queen of New York. No. <laughs> because if they are, they're irrational. <laughs> need some mental analysis. If y'all haven't heard Sheetha, you need to listen to it. Like, she talk about body positivity. Like, it's an amazing. Because she was like, you got all these little black girls going out here getting these fake ass injections and dying and shit trying to look like you. And She just addressed everything. And I'm sorry, and 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 everybody can feel how they want to feel about this. There is nobody in this world that's gonna make me think that Nicki Minaj didn't fuck Wayne. I'm sorry, I believe wholeheartedly that she didn't fuck Wayne at some point in this this young money shit. I feel like it's happened. I really do. I don't see why I wouldn't have. <laughs> I just I don't believe that that never happened at no point. I just don't. Yeah, I don't care. I'm not buying it. So last week there was a plan to talk about Hurt Bay. If y'all don't know, which y'all should by now, it was this video about this couple that confronted each other about cheating, and he talked about cheating, and she, you know, cried, and he just sat there and looked at her in the face, all passive and shit, like. Yeah. Fuck you crying about. 
that's kind of how it went. <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was sad to see her. I don't think it was sad to see her like that. I mean, but as I said at the beginning of this episode, when shit men are involved with, you know, a woman in a situation, I'm empathetic to to that situation See, for the I, woman. I endeavor to be as mature as she is. Because there ain't no fucking way I'm gonna sit across from a motherfucker that cheated on me. Did I ask him how many times and he said, Well, I wasn't really counting. At that point, when he said I wasn't counting, I would have lost it. The thing, how much was he getting paid for the truth? <laughs> I don't know. Like, if this was free, bro, preserve all of her feelings you can. Preserve all of your image that you can. But some Why boys, would you say that? Some guys like being fuckboys. They think it's it's hilarious or they think it's something cute about them being fuckboys. And he is most definitely a fuckboy. And I'm not mature enough to do that. Like, I don't know that I would have jumped across. I verbally, like, massacre people. I ain't on Remy's level. But I'm not I'm not a physically violent person. I might make you want to get physically violent with me because some of the shit I might say. I would not have been able to just sit across there, like, crying these Solomon's tears. Like, that ain't how that would have gone. I would never agree to do no shit like that because I know I ain't mature enough. I'm immature as shit when it comes like you hurt my feelings okay I'm gonna hurt yours <laughs> how about that not gonna touch you I'm not gonna touch you because I don't want you to touch me and I, most men are gonna be stronger than I am I don't, I don't want to take the chance that you're gonna punch me in the face because I hit you not gonna do that but I might make you want to hit me in the face but sitting across from him let him talk that shit uh-uh Mm-mm. no I'm not that mature of a person I don't know that I will ever be that mature of a person. I don't know that that's in the cards for me. Maturity might not be the word, though, for what why she said out there. I mean, it sound like sound like she'll get back with his ass in a goddamn month if he say I ain't gonna do it no more. And he's just a goofy looking motherfucker. Like he just, I don't know. The video was uh, much too long. It was just. I don't. What was the point? I it? don't fucking know. To destroy somebody's character and put somebody's character on a pedestal. Well, he allowed his character to be destroyed. He didn't help because he had control. Unless it was scripted, he had control over what he said and how he behaved. And he was so fucking apathetic. Like they might as well had to been talking about walnuts. Like the his expression was like if you were having a full on conversation with somebody about walnuts. And you don't give a fuck about walnuts. And you just like, why does motherfucker keep talking about these goddamn walnuts? I don't care about walnuts. That's his expression. Like, they were talking about walnuts. I understand. He said, I was definitely emotional. Just because it wasn't written all over my face doesn't mean I didn't feel some type of way. Okay. I mean, realistically, <laughs> though, how the fuck somebody's face supposed to look? When they done fucked you off. Not apathetic like that. Like, he had no fucking experience. Like, it wasn't like he didn't look shamed. He didn't look guilty. He didn't look sad. He looked nothing. Like I said, he looked like they were talking about walnuts. You're going to at least look like he didn't look like somebody who regretted the decisions that he's made. He just looked like, I wish this, I wish this would be over. Because I'm tired of talking about this. <laughs> like, but he, he, talked to, he got on the camera and talked about it, though. I just think that he it takes pride in being a fuckboy. I mean, he just 
complete apathy complete apathy like he didn't have to be crying himself but you can tell when somebody regrets a decision you can tell when they his body language nothing about his body language said oh man i fucked up i hurt this girl nothing about his body language said that fuck his facial expression his whole body was just relaxed like whatever he was apathetic as fuck he didn't give a shit he probably did that because there was some money involved that's why he did it <laughs> he had a check for it probably I don't know maybe not I feel like he got should have got a check for the stupid shit he was saying about himself I'm sure they got a check it wasn't it I forgot what the whole reason why they were even recording it was it a st- I don't remember I really don't I didn't look that far into Hurt Bay to be honest because when I saw the video I was just like okay whatever it's just stupid a lot of people are giving the girl in the video a hard time because once you found out shit was going on, once you realized he was cheating on you, once you walked into a room and saw him cheating and he said, get out, and you went into the other room and cried, like people ain't giving her any sympathy because she should have got the fuck on out of that relationship at that point i mean that can be said she ain't the only woman in the world who stay in a, a fucked up ass relationship that she know was fucked up i mean obviously she should have got out of it but i mean I, I it ain't that simple to walk away from situations and i know that um I mean, obviously, she she had a hand in her own misery because she could have left it at any time. That doesn't mean that, like, she doesn't deserve some sympathy, though, because, you know, who knows what may... People... Behaviors serve a purpose, and who knows what her reasoning was for sticking in that. I wouldn't do the shit, but... I have stayed in a situation where I was not treated the best though. Like and there I had my reasons for it. They were stupid ass reasons and on the other side of that I know that. But like I people kill me when they, you know, judge folks like that. Like they ain't never did no stupid shit in no relationship. Obviously, again, she contributed to her own misery. Hundred percent. But it ain't all that simple sometimes to walk away from situations or she might have have self esteem. It is numerous reasons why she could have stayed. I wouldn't have done shit. Totally. Fuck him. And if I walk in on you, oh, I, I just. Oh, Your good time going to turn into a bad time. Real fucking quick. Like zero to a hundred. Take a page out of Remy book. Stab <laughs> that motherfucker. I ain't trying to go to prison. But everybody in that room is going to get these hands. Get no weapons. Everybody in the room was gonna catch these hands, though. You need this word. right or wrong in the heat of that moment. Everybody catching these hands. Let's see what's the best way <laughs> to hurt somebody and not go to jail. Uh, low voltage taser. Low voltage taser. Get you a low voltage taser just in case you ever walk in on your dude. And a girl having sex together and leave the room, but only leave the room to go get your low voltage taser. Go back into the room and tase the hell out one of them. They both gonna get it. Here you go with this petty ass. I'm just saying, listen, if you're gonna 
Don't kill them clearly, but don't go into the other room and cry. Oh, I ain't gonna go in the room. Like I said, they gonna catch these heads. I'm not. Again, that's not right. That's not gonna change the situation for anybody coming to comment. Somebody that ain't gonna change. I know it ain't gonna change shit. But in that moment, I'm gonna feel so much better whooping both of their ass. Now what I'm saying is, if you feel like red and you feel like they gonna catch them hands, a more efficient way of them feeling pain and your frustration it's at the same time is a low voltage taser. Don't get a high voltage one. Might be some sweat involved and they might die. Low voltage taser will let them know who's about and you ain't even gotta get it. You can just go hit one of their foot. It's going through everybody. <laughs> you are the worst with this petty advice. I think I'm the best with the petty advice. It's just a horrible thing to do and say. I know that. But listen, if you're already gonna be petty, <laughs> do it the best and the most efficient way you can. When a police officer come to your door and say, what happened? I tased them with a low voltage taser. He going to be like, let me see the taser. Oh, yeah, this shouldn't do no harm. He shouldn't have did that shit no way. Have a nice night, ma'am. Go live with your mama or stay with your mama for the time being. Everybody happy. You know they can still press charges on you even they though could. it was a low voltage taser. They and could. they probably wonder if out of two people, somebody going to probably, it probably her. He probably wouldn't because, you know, he likes you, but she going to probably press charges. I mean, they're going to press charges if they catch these hands, too, but it is what's, what's got to happen. If you're bold enough in the place that we live in together to be fucking somebody, you asking to catch these hands. you asking for it, and I'm going to give it to you. I believe in giving people okay, what the okay, fuck okay. they want. Go into the room, tase them. Remove the taser from the environment. Like, you don't, don't know, know what, what happened. happened. <laughs> it was divine intervention from God that y'all felt about 120 volts going through your body at the same time. <laughs> Roughly 120. I, I hate Fluctuation. 120, 130. Terrible. Terrible. Look, I'm just saying. Well, then he come back and do a second interview, and now he's what is he called now? He's still Hurt Bay, right? They didn't change yeah. it, Hurt Bay. Yeah, he just talked about. So the articles that I've been seeing have been really biased. It says cheating ex from viral Hurt Bay. I made that bitch famous, and I read the article and saw the video and. He did say that, but he was kind of being silly at the end in reference to Kanye West. But he said a lot of positive shit about her. Like, after realizing how many follows and shit that she got, he's like, you know, I hope she does well. I hope she moves forward and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but in the end, laughingly, I, uh, I made that bitch famous. He shouldn't have said that, but, you know, it didn't vilify him the way that I thought that the the article, the way it was phrased. He did that to himself with that first video. She out here being Simba, he's scarred. You know what made me mad about the first video? The fucking audacity of him to feel he's an authority to say some shit like, <laughs> I just wanna see the woman that you're growing into becoming. Nigga. <laughs> Nigga, you stunted that a little bit. <laughs> what are you talking about? How fucking condescending. Like, see, again, this is why I would never sign on to do no shit like that. Because that, I can't let that slide now. <laughs> you asking for it now. You want to see the woman that I, I can have the potential to become? Let me give you a fucking preview of who she is, motherfucker. Like, what? I'm not. 
I don't have a personality. <laughs> it would have been a whole because I would not have been hurt, Bay. I'd have been petty, Bay, or crazy, Bay, or fucking I don't know. It wouldn't have been no hurt, Bay. These videos need to be careful <laughs> because if she had a goddamn Saturday night special in her purse <laughs> and pull that out and buck, 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 hit him in the stomach three times, oh shit, we're accomplices to murder now. <laughs> and it's on film. Trying to evoke these people's negative emotions and shit. Motherfuckers, <laughs> the only people that's qualified to do that shit is therapists, okay? Don't be evoking motherfucking people's bullshit ass emotions in an uncontrolled environment. And let me reiterate. What I said last week I fucking hate couples therapy It's my least favorite thing to do I hate it I hate it It's the worst Give me a one on one Anytime over a couple Hate it Fucking hate it In in an alternative universe Alternate universe Alternate When she got up and walked out She went to pop the trunk <laughs> He came outside and she just <laughs> The people with the cameras ran behind and said, what are you doing? <laughs> I got some heat for that ass. That's what I got. <laughs> oh, you don't know how many times? Let's see how many times I can hit you. They're how like, no. That? Let's count these bullets, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, she went to pop the trunk. But anyway, he ain't shit. He is definitely not she shit. She does not need to be a participant in her own misery in the future. Yep. If you see some bullshit going on, leave. get the fuck on. Leave that shit, he even man. asked her, "Why would you just look through my shit? Why didn't you just leave?" <laughs> she said, "I don't know." Like, why would you let her stay around, motherfucker? Is that, just break up with her, nigga. Like, if you out here fucking everything that walk, just break up with her. Like, look, I, I just, I like putting my penises in strange places. I'm sorry, it just is what it is. I don't think we need to be together. The thing is, there is a such thing as fucking everybody that you want and not being in a relationship. Yes. You can do that. You absolutely Nobody will be mad I at you. I don't know why people forget that that's an option, yeah. but it is. You don't have to be in a relationship. That is a choice. Like, Don't be dragging other people down with you on nope. your bullshit. Just fuck people by yourself. There you go. You can find plenty of people that just want to have sex. Lots of them are sex there. With you. All the people he had sex with while he was in that relationship, I'm pretty certain that he didn't use his relationship as a segue to have sex with you. <laughs> you would have been able to have sex with all of those people if you weren't in a relationship. Yeah, pretty much. Fucking stupid. And talking about why we talking about ain't shit niggas, let's talk about Ed Hartwell and Keisha Knight Pulliam. Oh, hell. If you don't know, Keisha Knight Pulliam, better known as Rudy from Cosby Show, got married fairly quickly to a nigga named Ed Hartwell. And shortly afterwards, she was pregnant. And shortly after that, that nigga was ghost. He left. And he left under the guise of she had cheated and she was doing this and doing that and the baby went his and blah, fucking blah. So she gives birth to the baby. They have a paternity test. And guess what, Ed? You the daddy. You the pappy. That's your child. That is your daughter. So now that he knows for sure that this is his child, he's saying, I don't think I need to pay child support till we, like, you know, decide on the, the figure. Because she's asking for emergency support. And he's saying, I don't think I need to do that. We need to wait till we go to the court date and they give me the specific amount. Because you ain't taking into account. I gotta, now I got to set up a nursery. In my house for the child, and so I shouldn't. I should just. This should just be a break right now. No, no child support at the moment. 
That's not how that works, Ed. His first name is Edgerton. I see why he go by Ed. I see too. If my name was Edgerton, I'd go by fucking Ed too. <laughs> Hell. That is a terrible name. Edgerton Hartwell. I feel like his family probably was British slaves. <laughs> Edgerton Hartwell. <laughs> it sounds like his slave masters owned a library. That is hilarious and terrible. I don't know why this. Why I don't. I just don't understand why. Like at the time that the baby gets here, the baby needs shit. That's just they need shit. They constantly need shit. That's. I mean, they just do. And so you need to be helping out. You because if, if y'all hadn't had the issues that you had, that you had, and y'all was still together, you would be helping out. So guess what? That don't change now because you decided to leave because you said she was cheating on you. Which maybe she was, maybe she wasn't. At this point, it don't fucking matter. It's still your kid and your responsibility. That's just how shit works. Can't prove it. Exactly. Sorry, Ed. <laughs> it's you your kid. Old. We proved that it's your child. Because first you were saying it wasn't even your kid, and you were so sure it's your child. <laughs> like. Sorry. Yeah. That's so ain't shit. Like just pay your, just help her with the child, sir. Just do that. Talking about you got to set up a nursery. You got limited options, brother. <laughs> you gonna pay this money, or you gonna have her murdered? I mean, clearly that's a wide range of shit. It's some shit in between it There's now. A ton of things. There's some shit in between that, but you know. This is the limitations that you got. Cause here's the thing about postponing it until they de- de- set the amount. You do realize there's a such thing as back child support. And if you ain't been doing, cause like let family court, the the date. I mean, I don't know if you can get a quicker date if you're like a celebrity, but usually the dates are set out like three, four months. So she'll have put out a lot of money in three, four months to pay. So you either pay it now, or you gonna pay it later because they do do back child support at the time that they set the current. Uh, amount oh since this child been in the world we gonna backtrack and give her this amount too you still gonna end up paying it you could just pay it now over the course of three months or you could get her lump sum and then still have to pay this monthly amount but you gonna more than likely have to pay this shit sir it's coming they do back child support you don't get a postponement (laughs) that works I don't know why these dudes be such assholes man Cause get what she was amazing when you was fucking her. Apparently, she was amazing when you decided to marry her. Well, and now maybe, she ain't maybe shit. Not. Why would you marry an ain't shit person? Somebody that you feel like ain't shit. Cause oh. she wasn't pregnant. Why would you deny, a baby? That's clearly probably yours. This nigga irrational. <laughs> I don't know nothing he doing makes sense now. So I'm under the assumption that shit he was doing before didn't make, didn't make sense. sense either. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. It's just stupid, but it, at Rudy, I hope you learn a lesson from this. Pick better niggas. Don't just be. I mean, cause they they were not dating very long before they got married. And I didn't say it this before. I will say it to the day that I die. You have to give people time to show you who they are. Three four months is not enough time for you to feel like you know who somebody is and say I want to spend the whole rest of my life with this dude. No. No, you don't. Because <laughs> you when, don't know this dude. When they show you who they are, you also need to believe them. Exactly. My Angelo. Believe who they is. They know better than you do. <laughs> if, Shit. If your ass been dating this dude for a year, and it, a year and day one, 
You come in and he drinking some goat's blood for dinner. That's it. I'm out. I ain't even gonna like break up with you because I I'm not even gonna want to see you again. I'm moving. Might be trying to put a root on me. I don't know. That's- I'm using a new, I'm using that such an extreme example because that's him. <laughs> this ain't nothing you try out tomorrow. No, that's who he is. <laughs> the other shit been bullshit. Like when when you see new shit like emerge like that, that's yeah. who that person is. Yeah. If you see a motherfucker like really want to hit you, like they finna hit you, but they don't. That's who they are. Yep. They've been trying to suppress that person. Yep. Get and the fuck on. And he gonna come out. Because guess what? You're not gonna always do pleasing things. And somebody that's like that is irrational anyway. So, you know, they come home four hours late and they dinner cold. Bitch, you four hours late? What you expect? <laughs> and they gonna punch you in the face for it because they're not logical. So once they show you that, oh, oh. Who you lucky I try to change my life because I would have punched you. He going to punch you in the face eventually. One day you going to get your <laughs> One ass of these hit. days you going to get them hands. When people show you who they are, you need to believe them. Walk the fuck away. Don't stay thinking, well, he'll change or she'll, people can, she'll change. Like she's like that today, but you know, she's been like that before and it always passes over. But do you want to deal with the days when she is like that? When she is knocking you upside your head. Is that okay for you? Because if if so, okay. But don't stay and then complain about the shit. If she make you feel bad about who you are as a person, like if she was telling you was the greatest thing ever in the beginning and now you ain't shit, the you ain't shit, bitch, that's who she is. <laughs> like that, that, that talking you up and praising your shit, that was to get you really in. I got you now. Now you ain't shit. I want you to know you're terrible. You're the worst. My ne- my last nigga was better than you. He was a man. You not like that's who she is. Like, cause it don't just. I know we always talk about it from the female perspective, but it's some ain't shit bitches out here too. And if you run across the ain't shit bitch and she show you that, that's she ain't shit. Don't stick around hoping that she gonna become shit. She's not shit. And listen to their stories too. Like if you are privy to hearing her talk about some of her past relationships, she'd be like, "Yeah, hey, I put gas in his his tank." <laughs> You need to put that down in the book of shit that's suspect, okay, that you have. You should have one of those books. Okay, let me write that shit down because that ain't good. Yeah, I slashed a couple of tires in my day. Like, that's that's illegal. She broke the law because of that. Like, what laws would she break on your ass? Exactly. Maybe she won't slash no tires again or put none in the tank, but what laws would she break? You realize you said she put gas in his tank. I'm sure you meant sugar. I did. I did mean. I have I only said that the you whole said, time. You only said you only said it once, but you were like she, she put gas in his tank, and I was like, "That's a good thing." Yeah, I that's amazing. Put some gas in my motherfucking tank. I meant sugar. Yeah. <laughs> sugar. When people show you who they and people will, I don't care how good of an actor somebody is. Eventually, they are going to be who they are, and once they are who they are, like walk away, walk away, <laughs> run away if you need to get the fuck away from that shit. Or Skip away, <laughs> hop, get away though. Go, <laughs> just go in the opposite go in direction. The opposite direction in some way, some uh, pace, but go in the fucking opposite direction. Don't Bicycle, stick around. Skateboard, the shoes with the little skates inside of them. Them, <laughs> crip walk, just something that propels you into the opposite <laughs> direction. 
Go that way. Don't don't crip walk in front of no bloods. You that probably won't up. be good. Oh my god. Okay. Do you watch? I don't know why this. Do you watch? Um, <laughs> Scared Straight. I don't. Have you ever seen it? I have. I saw an episode where this little boy was setting fires. He was a pyromaniac, but he also kept saying he was in these different games. Like one, it you was one the episode uh, Cold. Something he about? was talking. Yes. Yeah. What episode? Uh, he first he was in the blood, then he was the vice lords. Like he was just bouncing around. Now, very obviously, this is a little nerdy because the kids like probably not even five feet tall, little teeny tiny boy with glasses, just little nerdy ass black dude. Very obviously, this was all in his imagination. But I guess his mom was the first. I, the 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 pyromania absolutely is a problem. The gang shit to me was very obvious. This kid ain't in no gangs, but I guess his mom couldn't be sure, so she sent him through the program. When I tell you, I have never watched Scare Straight and seen an episode of a kid more afraid than this little kid. Cause you know the rest of them be trying to be harder. They might let some tears fall, but they be stoic still. This little nigga was scared as. Fuck. I'm starting to remember what Cole was saying about the episode. This was the boy with the orange. The orange. So, <laughs> so the prisoners <laughs> gave him orange. It was like peel my motherfucking orange, nigga. And so he's peeling it. It's an orange, so you know you got to get it started. He having trouble. They peel it faster, nigga. So he takes the orange and start peeling it with his teeth, like <laughs> like you would you imagine a corn cob just going all around trying to peel it. Scared as fuck, crying. It was sad. Then they uh, yanked him and was finna take him over to somewhere else. And he trying to hand them to them. Like, do you want your orange? Like, it was so sad. Then they fucked with him when they took his glasses. The guy who took him is like, you better not snitch. And the guard is like, you better tell me who did it or you ain't going home. So he got this guard saying, you're not going to be able to leave this place if you don't tell. But the prisoner say, I'm going to fuck you up if you snitch on me. <laughs> Just, it was so sad, but so funny. I've never seen a kid. Like, he was so terrified. He was like, no, I can't tell. I can't. And then when the guard kept saying, you ain't going home. At that point, it's like, I want to fucking go home. So he snitched and told. And they were like, we going to fuck you up. He just ran. <laughs> See? These are the reasons that scare straight is not effective. Because what happened was she got a goddamn kid that came home that had been able to sleep for a goddamn Pretty year. Pretty much. Because he was scared as fuck. Like, he he did not need to be... Now, there were kids in this same episode who absolutely, like, needed to see what the other... Because they was doing shit like, what? This... I won't. I've seen an episode where like a black kid was doing this, but it was a white kid, two white kids in this episode whooping their mama ass. And let me tell you something, my kid will die. I'll be the one going through a uh, not scared. I'll be just going to prison because if you put your motherfucking hands on me after I did all of this shit to bring your little ass into this world, I'm gonna fuck you up. I'm gonna do it. It's gonna happen. You're gonna get these hands now, like the kid will like call her a bitch and like punch her in the face, all kind of shit, like. <laughs> I don't even want to think about what I would do to a child of mine that would have the balls to come. I feel like my kids would know better because I feel like they're going to know I'm crazy and they're going to know I don't play that. I'm going to fuck you up. Like, I, you my kid and I love you. I will give you everything I have. But you, what you're not going to do is that shit. 
You go to school and see little Timmy cussing his mama out. Think you finna come back in this motherfucking house and do that shit? Then ain't gonna go. Shit ain't gonna go the way you think it's gonna go. Cause I'm not Timmy's mama. I'm your mama, and that's not how we do things in this home. But the other kids in that episode were fucking up real bad. But this little—I mean, he, the power of mania is a problem, and probably, he probably needs some counseling for that shit. But scared straight was not where he needed to go because the get and then like actual gang members was like oh you a blood it just in his face it was he just cried he spent that entire experience crying i don't think he ever stopped crying <laughs> scare straight is not effective any of y'all that don't really read articles or yeah, researches but it's, it's not, not effective even for people that should go to that shit you know because it looked like they should go to something like that the immediate the immediacy of what they do don't they don't go there yeah you don't go there right away yeah the kids who need that shit know they smart enough to know they ain't finna go there tomorrow yeah they gonna go to a whole bunch of other programs before they get there not to mention that kids have this uh invincibility complex it ain't gonna where they don't think to me. Shit i know to that happens but not to me that's how they think about everything so care scare straight is more for entertainment value than it is for actual helping in that episode i felt like such an asshole for laughing as hard as i did because he was like honestly terrified but it was just so fucking fu- like he just was the last person that needed to be there like i feel like that ain't a real jail i feel like scare straight is an old ass prison that been renovated for a tv show and it's a whole tv set and they hire people to do that shit maybe ex-cons you know they do it in different cities though it's not the same yeah, place. a whole bunch of different cities got abandoned ass jails i, I mean, just don't feel one, that shit is real i don't feel that shit is lawful the first one that i the this is the first one that i've seen where they let the prisoners like put hands on because they were jacking him up and shit like the rest of them they don't touch the kids i don't think they're supposed to touch the kids like they'll get in their face and shit but they don't touch him. They was jacking this little boy up and yanking him around like that. This I've never like, seen. I think an it used to like be this. real. I think it used to be real jails, but I think at the point that they realized that using public and or private facilities for that reason is is more jeopardizing to children's welfare than helpful. I think they started modifying it and it became more of a show than it is an actual kids well, going to jail. I always felt like they just they chose prisoners that could be trusted to do like i don't think it's just in general population or whoever come up i always felt like if they could be trusted why they fucking still in jail you know they had what are they called stewards or uh uh whatever the fuck that you get there are different levels in jail of trust if and y'all like, think it's good people in jail y'all need to let their ass obviously out obviously not good but they they <laughs> the ones that get to do the work release programs and they, they can be trusted to go outside and pick up trash and shit i feel like dumb the motherfuckers they allowed to do this like you have to have had like good behavior i feel like for them to allow you to like be involved in the show i always felt like it was like i think they're called stewards i don't fucking know the ones that get to do work release them them prisoners they still bad but they better than some of the bad prisoners i guess is how you would describe them you'll see them niggas picking up trash on the side of the road them be prisoners and they run away sometimes. They do run away. Sometimes. <laughs> hey, they miscalculate the character of some of them. You can't get it right. <laughs> you gonna find a kid dead in the bathroom and don't know who the hell did it. This shit gonna turn into a mystery, clue mystery. But you know what? It ain't gonna be like clue. They just gonna kill all them dudes. Yeah, all y'all Everybody on death row. Let's just tell us who killed this kid. Yeah. 
<laughs> I don't want my kid going to no scared straight. I don't give a goddamn. Now, like I said, I, I, so I, what are you telling me? You so of all the prisoners, of all these people that have done horrible things that should be excluded from society, you're telling me that you're going to let my kid hang out with the ones of those you think are the best ones? Yep. <laughs> Fuck no. Pretty much. Fuck no. <laughs> they ain't going to do that with my kids. Care how bad my kids is. My kids ain't gonna be bad, but okay. How are you gonna determine? How are you gonna make that so? I can't. So what do you mean your kids ain't gonna be bad? Can I have that before I have my kids before they here? All right, you know what I'm saying. Let me not bust your bubble. (laughs) I mean, clearly I might have a fucking sociopath that kill all my cats one day. You shouldn't have cats in the first damn place or dogs. (laughs) Yeah. That oh, now you got sad, huh? It's about dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole move. <laughs> if it's about the cats, then I shouldn't have cats. If it's dogs, then oh, it's a messed up situation. Fucked now. up that kid killed that dog, <laughs> man. <laughs> Clearly, that can happen. Yeah, they can kill. They kill like small animals. They don't eat squirrels, bunnies, whatever the fuck they have access to. That's what they kill. It ain't just. I feel like I have to get I feel like I just have to like do something like buy my kid a a, a big ass snake and just let him feed the snake the rats. <laughs> they gonna kill the snake though. Why I would he know. let the snake live? See, I, don't know. I, I hope I don't have a kid that has, shows tendencies for psychopathy because I'm not gonna live in a house with this little motherfucker. I'm sorry. I I'm, I'm sorry. What I did not sign on for a motherfucker to be thinking about killing me in my yes, sleep. Yes, you did. No, I did. Yes, you did. That is not why you I gave signed birth. on for random select human. That's what you signed <laughs> on for when you had sex and you got pregnant and had a baby. You signed on for random select human. It's like if you play a video game, would you press random select on a video game to choose the football team you're gonna play with? No, I or to choose pick. the character that you're gonna play with. I always with. pick who I want. I exactly. Do no random but when you have a baby, you pick random select, and you know how big the selection is over everybody that's ever existed in your family. <laughs> Look, I can't have no kids standing over me when I'm sleep with a knife. You gotta go. That's horrible. But Timmy you signed go. up for it. Whether t- you meant well, to or not. Guess what? He ain't gonna live in my house. Some he gonna have to go somewhere. Wait, where you? Where you? I going? don't fucking know. I'll give him up to the state. I can't do it. I'm not going to die. I'm sorry. I'm supposed to die now to keep other people from dying. I'm not that heroic person. I'm not going to keep him in my house to keep him from fucking with other folks. Damn, what's the name of that movie? The Good Son. Mm-mm. That movie we were just talking about. Movie? With that crazy ass boy that was raping his daddy. Oh, God. The fucking, the truth, the weird, strange thing about the Johnsons. Yeah. No. <laughs> that 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 movie makes no fucking sense <laughs> at all, at all, like at all. That's the stupidest shit I've ever seen in my life. It's horrible. Uh, who make? Why would you even make that? Out of whose mind does this come? One of them kids. That was psychopath. That got his ass sent away before he got to destroy his family. <laughs> Actually became a writer director. <laughs> Little Timmy gotta go. I can't stay in my house. You and you and I. I as big. You name your kid Timmy. No, I wouldn't name him Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't name him Timmy. But 
Being a therapist, I know he gonna be a psychiatrist. Like, he gonna be a sociopath his whole fucking life. I don't want to deal with it as he grow and, 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 you know, goes out and it gets beyond killing pets and shit. I don't want to deal with that shit. Then you going to school doing little shit and you ain't got no feeling and no emotion about it. You just a look. No. No. Mm-mm. Go stay with your daddy. How about that? How about his daddy get him? Go stay so with in this scenario, too. you're not together with the daddy. Maybe I'm not. <laughs> Shit. He gotta have somewhere to go. If I'm still with his daddy, we all in the same house. Then I can't stay. And I, my mama would kill him. I ain't even. She would murder. Yeah. Then die. you should set your mama up. I don't I mean, want no mama. You see that? You close to the end of her life. Shit. You know what I mean? That petty shit again. It's close to the end of her life. You know what I mean? That saying? don't mean I want Listen, my mama, mama to <laughs> kill this little boy. <laughs> we can make it seem like an accident. Kill maybe, your grandson. Maybe they'll let you off. It's you or me. It's you. It's you or him. If we happen to set up a situation where it need to be him, we can make that happen. What would you do with a psycho, a sociopath for a child? I don't know. I guess it depends on how bad it get. In my head, if he just have this fucking blood lust for animals, <laughs> in my head, getting him a snake and letting them feed the rats to the snake might appease that. What now, happens if when you he come home and find the snake dead? <laughs> if I come home and find the snake dead, then buy his ass another snake. <laughs> he gonna keep killing snake. Now, if I come home and it's a damn dog that's been gutted in the middle of the kitchen table. He gotta, he gotta go. <laughs> we gonna have an accident. We having a car wreck. Well, he ain't got on his seatbelt. <laughs> his seatbelt don't you work. You still gonna go to jail? You can't have that for not having him in the seatbelt. What? You have? You? No, it's illegal be, for you not to have your kids. He gonna be old enough to have uh, on a seatbelt. So what? He gonna be old enough to know that he should have put on his seatbelt. You still as a parent gonna be responsible? Well, I'm gonna rig the fucking seatbelt. <laughs> So it looked like he had it on and it malfunctioned. And we, I'm gonna sue the car company and I'm gonna get rich. And okay? kill your son in one fell <laughs> No, I ain't killing my son. I'm killing a sociopath. <laughs> He's your son. Look, there's degrees of separation that you gotta consider when it get to shit like this. <laughs> the degrees of separation is a crazy motherfucker that's going to kill somebody versus a person that came from my loins. One of them take president over the other one. I'm saving the world. I am making the world a better place. It's gonna be Dex. Maybe he'll be Dexter. Did you watch Dexter? Mm-mm. Dexter was a psychopath, but he he harnessed and channeled it into. He became a um, crime scene investigator. Blood splatter. Yeah, and and but he killed only bad people. Uh, the government don't care about that. What you mean the government don't care about that? They don't care about. People that ain't uh, the government is about who authorized to kill. I could kill every bad person that exists. I'm not authorized to do it. Yeah. So well, he didn't, but he didn't. He because he was so good at crime scene shit. He, you know, he was. Did nobody know? It was but he him. knew he had to get away with it. He yeah. knew he couldn't get caught doing that shit. Yeah, but he also knew that he he had to satisfy this bloodlust some kind of way. So he decided he was gonna do it by killing free people who he felt needed to die. And doing it in a way in which he wouldn't get caught. It, and so, the, in his mind, it was a harmless. Well, I mean, it's a written show. His bloodlust might escalate. I mean, now, he killed 
at, at certain points he he had to kill people that were close to him because they fucked up. Like he didn't have no, you didn't get no pass because your whole friends. <laughs> like if you did some fucked up shit or if you murdered somebody, he was gonna murder you. Like you didn't get a pass because y'all were friends. Like you were gonna die. He didn't have no. It was very black and white. Oh, you kill somebody, you got to die. He, there wasn't no gray area. Listen, if any of y'all are listening to this episode and y'all are like, "This, this is fucked up," like you talking about killing your kids one day. Listen, what would you do if you had a child that you knew might murder people one day or murder things no one day or be crazy? I wouldn't kill my kid. You know what I'm saying? But he will have to go somewhere. Cause he I'm ain't just gonna saying. be in my house. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be afraid to sleep in my own bed because I don't know what the fuck you thinking about and that twisted. I don't ass know where he gonna go. It ain't gonna be my house. But in the range of things that can happen, the afterlife is a place. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying. <laughs> oh my god, I just, I just gotta hope I don't have no damn psychopath. So I guess the last thing I'm gonna talk about. Is Milo Yiannopoulos Fuck that Go ahead I'm sorry <laughs> What you finna say Fuck that nigga But he <laughs> Isn't he white <laughs> Yeah he Well he British So He original white <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying Like Original white Original gangster Yeah Yeah, yeah. He original white But He is a British Gay Part Jewish uh, Dater of Black, black Muslim men, men Yeah And Who is homophobic Anti-Semitic Sexist All of the bad racist, things all Racist that All shit. of the bad things With an ism <laughs> He is And uh, He been causing ruckus All over the place As it pertains to Quote unquote Freedom of speech that's who he is. He's Wasn't a, he a writer for Breitbart? Writer for Breitbart and uh, or editor might have been a writer. I think he was a writer. A for writer him. for Breitbart, and he's he just participates in shock value freedom of speech. It's the concept of freedom of speech, but really being able to say whatever you want to say, no matter how offensive it is. And I just wanted to talk about like this dialogue about freedom of speech left the left being hypersensitive and becoming more hypersensitive and the right who feels like they should be able to say whatever they want to say i I'm, think i, I th think people get a freedom of speech free it's freedom of speech and freedom of consequence from the government that doesn't that's not everything out that doesn't because his he had he had a book deal I forgot the name of the publishing house. And after he made, what was the last thing he said? Oh, pedophile about pedophilia. Stuff. He was saying that, you know, there are situations in which a, a older man can show a young boy the proper way, proper love or some shit like that. So pedophilia, I guess, was the line in the sand where he crossed and it's like, oh, this ain't okay for you. to. It's okay for you to say all this other fuck shit you've been saying. Pedophilia, though, that crosses the line. And so now they, that was the thing that made them pull his book deal. Not all this other shit he's been saying that over the course of the time that people have known who he was. 
But the pedophile shit, that was the shit that was too much. And even with that, some people were saying he shouldn't be punished and they should still let him publish his book because for, he can say what he want to say. He sure can. But as a publishing house, I get to decide what the fuck I publish. And I don't have to publish your shit just because you want to say it. Freedom of speech does not mean that you are owed a platform to spew your bullshit. People get to decide who they want to let utilize their platform. Such as a publishing house. Now, I think they shouldn't have never gave him the fucking book. I would have never wanted to align myself with his ass anyway after all of it. How are you gay but talk shit about gay people? How are you racist but your boyfriend is black? How are you anti-Semitic? It's like, you, all of the things that you, like, talk bad about, you are. <laughs> like, the fuck sense does that make? And I think that's why Breitbart likes him. It's, because, it's the same way that the reason why Fox loved uh, Stacey Dash is because she's a black person who can say the shit about black people that they can't say and she'll get away with it because she's black, right? Breitbart, same way for him. Yeah, he's saying this shit about gay people, but he's gay, so it should be okay. Oh yeah, he's saying this shit about black people, but oh, he's dating somebody black, so it should be okay. Like, I feel like that was his appeal, was that he's all of the things he's talking about. And so, therefore, there should be some layer of protection for him since he is these things. And that's not how shit works. You see what happened to Stacey Dash? I think that people like him, Republicans, the right, who are all on this free speech bill, wants to treat free speech like the free market. They think that, you know, well, if you say all of these things that you want to say, the people just ain't going to take to you. You know, you'll eventually fade away. Like, that's Bill Maher's position. Mm -hmm. If you're saying shit that's bad, people ain't going to listen to you. It's going to fade out. That's not true. No, it isn't. That don't work like no, that. It's it a bunch of people following all of the bullshit that Milo Yiannopoulos be talking about. Fucking Donald Trump is the president. If that don't show you that... Saying stupid shit doesn't just fade away. He won the presidency. He is now the president of the United States and is continuing to say and do fuck shit. And still, have, he do, already campaigning for 2020. People are going to, if you, because here's the thing about that. It's not going to fade away because the people that are giving him exposure are the people who also believe the shit that he's saying. If you're saying some shit that I believe anyway, why would that fade away? Why would my need or want to hear you say shit fade away? Because you saying stuff I believe anyway. You cater into my belief. I don't think that people on the left are becoming insensitive. Now, amongst all the people who are trying to create more cultural sensitivity as it pertains to different groups, I think that there are people in there that are just fighting for no reason. And that's just saying shut up for no reason. You know, I don't I think that I don't think the freedom of speech. If freedom of speech needs to exist for you at the cost of human decency, I don't agree with you being able to speak. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I can call I can call somebody's mama fat bitch that will make them angry and upset. You know what I'm saying? Yes. They won't want me to say that. <laughs> no, they they won't want me to shut up and stop saying that about their mama. They would. And so for a lot of people who are challenging what's being said about different groups, it's not about we just want to control what you're saying. It's about you're not taking into consideration how a group of people feel about what you're saying in the context of you saying things that are just horrible about that group of people. Yep. You know, it ain't like 
don't say this shit about me because I don't want you to have freedom of speech. You know, it's because you're seeing things that are inherently against what my culture is. What you're telling me to do by telling me not to say anything is to be quiet to you saying what you want to say about me. Yep. It don't work like that. It does not. I would shut you up. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I mean, I believe in freedom of speech too. I believe you can say whatever the fuck you want to say. There's consequences. But you get consequences that. from that. If and you go up to somebody and say, call their mama a fat bitch, that is your freedom and your right to do so. You might get them hands. <laughs> you might get punched in the face. You might get drugged. But you can say whatever it is you want to say. Just the same way you can say whatever it is you want to say. Your book deal might get pulled. The fucking uh, advertisers who work with you might take away your uh, contract. They might not want you to represent their company anymore. And that's their right to do that. That's just a consequence. You can say whatever it is you want, but that's not freedom from consequence of the public. We can feel however the fuck we want to feel about what you say. And that can in turn infect, affect some other shit that you got going on. But that's the way it works. And also the truth of the matter is. Ain't nobody going to be able to stop your mouth from moving the way you want to. And nope. nobody going to stop my mouth from moving the way I yep. want to. If Milo Yiannopoulos say black people ain't shit and I say that you say black people ain't shit, that's just my freedom of speech at work against your freedom of speech. I can say what I want to. You don't have to label me as somebody who's trying to silence freedom of speech. That's just my response to it. You shouldn't say that shit. I'm not saying you shouldn't talk. You can say what the fuck you want to say, but I can have a retort to that shit. You know, based on my experiences and my problems with what you say. I feel like if the left is trying to keep the right from saying uh, things that they don't want to hear, the right is trying to keep the left from keeping them from saying things that they don't want to hear. Like they doing the exact same shit that they're criticizing the the people who doing the shit that they criticizing about. Like Donald Trump not letting the certain news sources into his meeting yeah and decide decided he ain't gonna go to the correspondence dinner which is what presidents do before the podcast i plan on talking about donald trump but i'm just i don't i just don't care <laughs> i just don't care donald trump clearly is gonna continue to lie yep the people around him are gonna continue to support his yep. lies for the moment all these republicans around the country that's not going to these town hall meetings because they don't want the criticism they're clearly following in, in donald trump's like donald trump ain't even strong enough to stand up to the media he would rather hide yep. and avoid and sit behind microphones and meetings talking about them and behind a keyboard talking about them rather than facing the media being stronger than the media and he's challenging not, he's not stronger than the media he is all he does is lie and he doesn't have any retorts or he doesn't have a way to prove the things that he says and so he just ain't gonna go around nobody who's gonna challenge what he says he wants to be around people who just accept what he says at face value don't do no fact checking and that's the thing all the media is doing is fact checking the shit you say stop saying shit that ain't true like it's not like they're just like upset with you because they just don't like it it's you lying you are flat out lying what you're saying isn't true stop lying if you want the media to stop coming at you then stop tell saying things that are not true there's no such thing as alter alternate facts fucking kellyanne it's a lie y'all lying alternate fact my ass it is what it is i'm over donald trump clearly he's gonna keep doing shit that's frustrating he is and now jeff does. sessions is in the mix uh, this motherfucker here steve bannon been in the mix yep. but they're just gonna keep doing bullshit mm -hmm. that i'm not gonna agree with so 
Ain't no point of getting worked up on it. That's how I deal with shit in my life. I mean, <laughs> why am I getting worked up over shit I can't control? You know, once I recognize that I can't control it, <laughs> it's out of my realm of fucking with my day. You know, if I can do something about it, then I got a decision as to whether I will do something about it or not. The shit that you can do about politics is so fucking passive. Mm-hmm. I can't do shit about none of these executive orders that Donald Trump doing. And if I vote coming up in every single election, it still don't guarantee that it's going to position people that's going to be able to even change or challenge that. I do like that people are going to the town hall meetings with the senators, though, and giving them shit. Like they, and, it, they, and the senators ain't showing up. Yeah, but the ones that are, the reason that the, the, they're not showing up is because the ones that are showing up are getting blasted. But like have, there was one where the people were mad because he supported appealing Obamacare and a lot of the, the lady was like everybody who has insurance because of well she called it the Affordable Health Care Act because that's the actual name of it and like the, uh, most of the room stood up because they were going to lose behind them taking repealing it and not replacing it with anything and he didn't even have nothing to say he just left because he ain't got shit to say they don't have anything to replace it with he don't have an answer so he left so then the reason why the other ones aren't showing up because they don't want that same situation where they are faced with a bunch of angry people who don't agree with the decisions that they've been making that affect them and they don't want to deal with it so they just don't go to the meetings no more the problem is this is going to show that our democracy ain't so democratic yeah is going to show that these politicians are going to do what they want to do and not in what spite the people, of the people. Yeah. And that's what they found. They had a cordial ass town hall here in Hoover. They had signs. They were red on the front and green on the back. If they didn't agree with what he said, they turned to the red. If oh. they agreed, they turned to the green. Oh, that's very cordial. You know, but pleasant. he did meet with everybody. So that's respect. And he met with a bunch of uh, about 160 liberal people, like people who blatantly didn't agree with yeah. his political platform, and he knew it. That's respectful, but it's still politics, man. Our well, system, meeting with me and saying that you uh, understand my issue with what you feel don't mean that you're gonna change <laughs> what you decide to do. He fought against damn shit. Yeah. Like they bought up shit about Donald Trump, and his retorts about Donald Trump was, well. The executive orders aren't illegal And uh, Something else and he said well it's not Unconstitutional like if the Best thing that you can (laughs) Argue against what somebody's doing is to Say it's not legal and it's not Unconstitutional then That person is Fucked up anyway like those shouldn't Be the only measures that you can you should be Able to defend shit and they can't though that's what that's what this whole the issue with this administration is is that they can't defend stuff and so because they can't defend they just I ain't gonna deal with it at all (laughs) we just ain't gonna talk to the media because we ain't got shit to say we don't have a retort and so we just not gonna deal with it and so that's why he's blocking out I've really been thinking about like like I know you was talking about it before Donald Trump became the president but like going to another country but I feel like there's something in America that can escalate that will make me not want to be here anymore. You know, like if some internment camp type shit started happening. And I mean, honestly, or, that's not, I wouldn't be surprised if that, like the way things are going, I could totally believe. Donald Trump ain't using evidence to do nothing. No. He just going off of what he feel and what he think and what he want to happen. Yeah. And that's just not a good direction to go in. Nope. At all. Not at all. It's scary. But anyway, that's it. I ain't even talking about Donald Trump anymore. Um, <laughs> you got anything else on your mind? Um, 
No, I went hiking with the puppies. Hiking with the puppies? Mm-hmm. How was that? The differences in their personalities are very apparent. Remy is very much like, whoa, we're hiking. And Kings is just kind of like, what the fuck are we doing out here? Why are we out here? Like, he just had an attitude, though. <laughs> I'm like, and he's just so prissy and it's just funny the difference Remy was just full speed like whoa we outside it's amazing there's sticks everywhere sticks oh my god the sticks and Kingston was just kind of like uh how long are we gonna do this because mm. I'm kind of over it and I want to lay down mm-hmm. Welp, we ain't got nothing else until we come the next conversation we out holla Oh